So I'm back with a new story which is A Face in Dark by Ruskin Bond. Ruskin Bond is an Indian author of British descent, is a prolific writer whose works are popular with adults and children alike. In the following story written by Ruskin Bond relates a thrilling incident set among the picturesque hill around Shimla. Ruskin Bond's fascination with the paranormal finds expression in this interesting tale. Mr. Oliver Mr. Oliver, a school teacher, is on his way back home from school one late night when he meets a strange young boy. The encounter fills him with terror and he takes to his heels only to discover that there is no escape from school. Ruskin Bond makes skillful use of all elements of a horror story, fear, surprise, suspense and mystery to explore humanity's collective fascination with the dark. A Face in Dark Mr. Oliver, an Anglo-Indian teacher, was returning to his school late one night on the outskirt of the hill station of Shimla. From before Kipling's time, the school had been run on English public school line and the boys almost, most of them, actually from the wealthy Indian families wore blazers, caps and ties. Life magazine in a feature on India had once called it the Eton of the East. Mr. Oliver had been teaching in the school for several years. The Shimla Bazaar, with its cinema and restaurants, was about three miles from the school and Mr. Oliver, a bachelor, usually strolled into the town in the evening, returning after dark when he would take a shortcut through the pine forest. When there was a strong wind, the pine trees made sad, airy sounds that kept most of the people to the main road. But Mr. Oliver was not a nervous or imaginative man. He carried a torch and its gleam. The batteries were running down, more fitfully down the narrow forest path. When its flickering light fell in the figure of a boy who was sitting alone on the rock, Mr. Oliver stopped. Boys were not supposed to be out after dark. What are you doing out here, boy? asked Mr. Oliver sharply, moving close so that he could recognize the miscreant. But even after as he approached the boy, Mr. Oliver sensed that something was wrong. The boy appeared to be crying. His head hung down. He held his face in his hands and his body shook consecutively. It was a strange, soundless weeping and Mr. Oliver felt distinctly uneasy. Well, what's the matter? he asked, his anger giving away to concern. Why are you crying? What are you crying for? The boy would not answer or look up. His body continuously just sobbed in a silent sobbing. Come on, boy, you shouldn't be out here at this hour. Tell me the trouble. Look up. The boy looked up. He took his hand from his face and looked up at his teacher. The light from Mr. Oliver's fell on the boy's face, if you could call it a face. It had no eyes, ears, nose or mouth. It was just a round smooth head with a school cap on the top of it. And that's where the story should end. But for Mr. Oliver, it did not end here. The torch fell from his trembling hands. He turned and scrambled down the path, running blindly through the trees and calling for help. He was still running towards the school building when he saw a lantern swinging in the middle of the path. Mr. Oliver stumbled up to the watchman, grasping for breath. What is it, Sahib? asked the watchman. Has it there be any incident? Why are you running? Why are you running for? Are you afraid from anything? I saw something, something horrible, a boy weeping in the forest. He had no face. No face, Sahib? No eyes, mo- mouth.
nothing. Do you mean it was like this, Sahib? Asked the watchman and raised the lamp to his own face. The watchman had no eyes, no ears, no features at all, not even an eyebrow. And that's when the wind blew the lamp out.